We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back to the front stretch. Time for another Red Oak Fabrication interview. This time we're going to be talking with the promoter of the Midwest Classic Stock Car Association, Eric Cherney, who has just released their 2021 race schedule. Eric, uh, did you know that there is affordable powder coating just down the road in Red Oak, Iowa? No, I did not. Uh, $450 gets you a brand new powder coated chassis. Hundreds of colors to pick from. Absolutely gorgeous job. And it's not just chassis. It's not just parts and pieces. It could be farm equipment. can be display stuff you've got out. If you win a nice big trophy from, I don't know, the Nebraska Dirt Crown, you know, maybe I've, I've seen that as metal. Maybe you want to get that powder coated or something like that. RedOakFabrication.com. Get a free estimate today. Jordan F. at Red Oak Fabrication. Eric, appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. An exciting time to be talking about 2021 race schedules. Yeah, very exciting. Um, you know, last year with COVID, it was a little bit of a down year. We kind of didn't have a whole lot of races. Um, right now, with, with our current schedule, um, just with the Midwest Classic side, our schedule here shows um, our brothers over in Iowa at the Western Iowa Vintage Racing with some of their shows too. Um, but we have literally double the races this year that we had last year. We're sitting at 14 nights of racing wow. this year. So. So let's take a look at that first race. The second race of the schedule, May 15th, with the uh, WIVR. Is that a conjunction between you two, or is that their show? That's basically their show. Okay. Um, they run the same rules package we do so that we can go back and forth. Um, you know, normally a couple of our guys, when we get the chance, we'll dr- make the drive over there to Harlan to race with them or Denison. Um, and a couple of their guys come over this way and try to hop in with us and run too. So. Okay. So the season kicks off April 10th with the Pizza Ranch Car Show in Columbus. Then we yep. talked about Shelby County Speedway. Uh, and then uh, a full list. How many total race, races do you guys have on the schedule right now? Well, right now with this, there's, um, there's 14 nights for the Midwest Classics. Um, the Western I- Iowa guys have four. Um, at this time, I know they're working on some nights at Denison yet, and, uh, but they didn't have that information. And then... Uh, we end the season the first weekend in October, um, the second and third, with the Cornusker Vintage Nationals at US 30 in Columbus. That'll be uh, two nights of nothing but vintage race cars from all over the Midwest and stuff. Now, the what's the biggest difference? Is it just like the age in the cars between like the Gotra series and what you guys are doing? Is is your guys like the early late model stuff, like late 60s type stuff? Or? Yeah, we basically pick up where Gotra leaves off. I think they end at like 48. Yep. And we pick up at 50. So if you have a 49, I'm sorry, you're just kind of out of luck. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But not, not even show. if it identifies as a 50. Well, yeah, we could we can lie a little <laughs> bit, you know. I, technically, I think we kind of already have one car that's a 49, but he calls it a 50. So yeah. you know, well, we make it work. I was <laughs> just gonna say, do you like the World War II draft and just I'm 16, but I'm accidentally 18. There you go. There's my draft card. Yep. I was going to say, I understand uh, about 10 different tracks make up this schedule. Of course, a lot of. Uh, a lot of tracks are having repeat dates as well. Uh, uh, do you have uh, any of the personal favorites of those 10 that uh, that you like racing on, or you feel like your double zero card uh, does a little bit better on? Well, um, I mean, our home track, we've always called Columbus our home track. That was the first ever place that we raced. Um, this year, we're actually going up to the off-road speedway in Norfolk four times. Um, they just really love us up there. Uh, my car actually seems to work good there, but uh, we made some changes to it last year, and it seemed to work good everywhere. Um, the last couple of years, I think I've that we raced at I eighty. I think I've ended up second every night, so I'm kind of excited to go back there and and uh, it just yeah it's you know we're we're actually going to two tracks we've never been to at all. Um, for some of us, we've never even seen the places this year, and um, 
The one is, you know, we're going down to Deschler to run at that one. You'll have fun there. That's a great racetrack. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's a nice one out there, and I believe uh, the super late model guys that I'm with, uh, they'll be down there as well as the Gatra. That's it's going to be a good time around for fans of the old iron as well as the newer cars as well. Right. And then we're also making the trip uh, out west to uh, Lexington to the Dawson County Raceway, so we're really excited about that. And oh, nice. It'll be a fun one. Um, probably our biggest race of the year right now is going to be that Friday, June 25th at the Boone County Raceway in Albion. Um, that's going to be the memorial race to one of our fallen brothers this year. We lost, over the wintertime, we lost Alan Rasmussen. Um, he didn't get to race at all last year. He was fighting that, it's a Gillian-Barnes disease hmm. where you basically lose nerve function. Oh, no. And uh, so he was pretty much confined to like a wheelchair and stuff all summer. His son did bring the car out at, for the Abe Memorial at Columbus, and Alan got to see it race. Um, but then... Uh, he was getting better. He was starting to get feeling in his legs. He was actually, his goal was to be walking by Christmas and then uh, unfortunately got a blood clot in one of his legs and ah, like, that's tough. Didn't get to it in time. So, so that's going to be, uh, uh, what race was that again that, that'll that's be a the, tribute uh, to him? Friday, June 25th at Boone County Raceway in Albion. Okay. We've kind of uh, put the challenge out to all the members in our group that we want to shatter our one race attendance record for that as a tribute to him. So that would be a great race to do it at. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, another track that uh, really has caught my eye. I've been here a couple of times up there, but uh, uh, maybe not a lot of our race fans know about this racetrack. Tight little one in the uh, small township of Stewart, Nebraska, the, the Stewart Raceway. For those uh, who may have never seen this track, this is definitely uh, a one-of-a-kind racetrack. You tell, them, you tell the fans a little bit about uh, what Stewart Raceway is like? Yeah, Stewart's a great little track. It's a great great place to go it's a just down home family atmosphere small town you know everybody's so friendly I, I remember we went there a couple of years back to race fourth of july and they do a huge fireworks display and if you left the track hungry that night it was your own fault because we had people bringing us food over <laughs> and thanking us for coming and you know that's a very challenging track for a group like us where you don't oh, yeah. want to beat and bang on each other because it is tight um, I, I laughingly call it two eighth-mile drag strips with a U-turn at the end. It, it really is. It's about, it's, imagine you're about the track around a, a football field. It's about that. Yeah, you literally, about that. if you go off the back stretch, you would end up on the football field and for the town. So. <laughs> well, yep. it used to be in the infield at uh, Adams County Speedway. They had the high school football field back in the day. Yeah, I, I, you could probably put about four of Stewart in Adams County Speedway. So. <laughs> wow. I can oh, once again, oh. go ahead. I can remember going to Butler County Motorplex back in the day when you guys, this whole Midwest Classic stock car deal really got its start. And I, I just want to say how impressive it is that your car counts and your schedule has gotten this big since, you know, the early 2000s. And you guys put on a heck of a show everywhere you go. I remember Eagle Raceway the last time that you guys were out there, me and Dan up in the booth. And you guys put on a barn burner. I just wanted to say that yeah. you're doing a great job. I was, was going to say, last year, I think uh, you guys brought about 15 or 16 cars uh, out to McCool Junction for a show. And I know that's a, a good trip uh, south for a lot of guys. So, yeah. Right, right. And we're going actually going out to McCool twice this year. So we're excited to do that. And, uh, um, you know, that's what we strive to do. We, we're out there to race. We're out there to have fun. Our number one rule is we're here to have fun. You know, and if you, you know, we're not super competitive. We're we're out there to have fun. Yeah. But to do that and uh, not run into each other, that's always the challenge. One more time, we're talking with Eric Journey, the What's your official title? Promoter? Promoter, yeah. For the Midwest Classic Stock Car Association. It's been a while since we've had you on the show. I probably should have done this at the beginning of the interview. Talk about how you got this series started. What was the inspiration? And, and 
and why is why is it growing like it is? Well, basically how we got the start was um, years ago they started doing this Cornusker Vintage Nationals out at US 30 Speedway, and I ended up helping a guy. He found his original 72 Monte Carlo stock car, and I helped him get it put back together to go play at this, and I come out to that, and I was just floored. You know, these were the cars that I could remember being four, five, six years old, going to David City and watching them beating around the track wow, and stuff. Wow, you're old. <laughs> Why, because I know David City? <laughs> kind of like the old sportsman in Bronco classes, right? Oh, yeah. You know, and when I, when I started racing technically in 1991, um, you know, we were racing all the big old Monte Carlos and Chevelles, and you still had people bringing out the 60s Chevelles and early 70s and stuff, and... The joke was I drove my first race illegally because back then you technically definitely had to be 18 to get in the car. And so my brother Dan actually drove the car the first year that we brought it out, um, except I jumped in the car for a trophy dash out at Columbus one time. And old Abe walked by and he peered in. He walked by and he kind of did a double take and he looks back and he, all he, he walks up and he goes, don't you dare get hurt. <laughs> that a boy. So. That would have been, been what he'd say. Yeah, yep, yep. So he, uh, so I ran my first race. I think, unfortunately, I got lapped in a trophy dash, but, hey, I did it, so. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my so, only goal in my days of attempting to race was as soon as I got lapped in a heat race, I was done, and that never happened, and I was done anyway. <laughs> so talk, uh, were you the one that created the series? For the most part, um, you know, so I saw, you know, we went to these a couple of years and stuff, and... Uh, after that, there was I, I think there was a couple attempts by some people kind of around that Columbus area to get something like this going, but um, you know didn't really seem to get anything going off the ground. And um, the funny part of how this kind of even got going for me is the car that I race. It's a '53 Chevy. Um, it sat out in the trees at our farm forever. One of my oldest brothers drove it to high school in the '70s, and um, I actually pulled some parts off of it for a guy and we had it sitting in the farmyard and to get it up there we had put some spare tires and race wheels on it I was like god that just kind of looks badass with them race wheels on it and stuff and and uh you know got to thinking well this would just be cool to build you know if nothing else for the vintage nationals and uh got to talking with a couple other people in Columbus you know and they were tired of of racing you know the stock car street stock scene or you know, and getting beat on all the time and, you know, just the weekly grind of having to be somewhere every week. And, you know, so about four or five of us got together and I basically took um, kind of Gotra's rules and I took IMCA stock car rules and just kind of blended them into something, you know, that's going to work for our style of cars. Did you say a 53, 5.3? 5.3. Yep. There's a real pretty one right over there, a black one with some ghost flames on it. That's a 54? That's was 54, it? yep. Already seen it. <laughs> well, I was telling we Dan, uh, the 50 Chevy that's over there, the black and red one, that I was looking at that, and I said, this has got to be a very early 50, because I had a 52 when I was in high school. And uh, I said, the taillights are different, so it's not a 52, but it's another pretty car. Yeah. We're yeah. talking to Eric at the uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts World Wheels Car Show. we got to say a big thank you to those guys for letting us come out another weekend. Big interviews, lots of interviews, lots of fun, a little bit of pop, a lot of staring, a bit. gawking, some, some of it at cars. Some beer. Some beer. <laughs> well, yes, Roger Hayden bought us all, well, bought James and I some beers. He bought you one, too, but I drank it. Oh, I figured. I guess, Sorry. I guess I left too early for that. <laughs> we you did. You, you were gone. <laughs> Missed out, Anthony. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
So when fans see the Midwest Classic stock cars show up at a racetrack, what do you want them to experience? Um, I guess we want them to, you know, experience the nostalgia of, you know, what they may be for some of the older ones, what they grew up seeing. Um, And just, you know, we try to keep the cars looking as correct as we can, you know, as far as what they should have looked like when they raced originally, Um, just to give them that kind of feel. You know, we had... We've had a couple of people got a little extravagant, and we told them, eh, you need to back that down. You know, you look like a, a just a stock car with an old body. You know, we want yeah. these to look like a vintage car as much as possible, but what we really strive to do is to be competitive, you know, or we want the close racing. We want to put on a good show, you know, and that's the, probably the biggest compliment we receive. You know, we have people come down to the pits afterwards and just rave about what a show we put on, and it's yeah. like, that's what we want to hear. That's what we want to yeah. do. The show at Eagle in 2019 was good. I think it was September. It was towards the end of the year, I remember. Yeah. Wasn't that the one where, uh, I believe, Roy Armstrong brought his, uh, his old Thunder truck out of yeah. retirement? Though. Yeah, yep. in fact, we've got a blown-up yep. picture of that race because Gosh. first turn at Eagle, we went five wide. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. And, and everybody made it. Yeah, Jim Scott and I were just having a good time watching that. I know Jim had more fun uh, calling that race as well. Yeah, it's... Uh, one of my favorite races was a couple of years back. Um, we were sitting um, up at Off-Road Speedway in Norfolk, and with the stock cars were out right before us, and they were single file around the bottom the whole race. And I was like, God, I hope we can do better than that. And we did. <laughs> we went out. You know, we run a little better. T- a lot of us run a little better tire than that IMCA tire. But we went out and were three wide for the first half of that race. So I was actually going to kind of question you on that. Um, I've seen a couple different tires out there. What kind of rear end setup do you guys use? I know that you're fairly similar to a stock car, but is it like a floating setup, or what's the deal there? Well, it's pretty much like a stock car. Um, you know, the guys can either run... You know, leaf springs, which we got a couple of leaf springs because we got a few Camaros and a, yep. an old Ford. Um, or, you know, we run the four links like most of the stock cars do. Um, but, yeah, the, you know, as far as tires go, we just kind of went with a nine and a half inch wide tire. So, like, I personally run, it's actually the uh, Wasoda tire. Uh, it's a Hoosier tire. And, okay. Uh, a lot of the guys run the, the Hoosiers, the IMCA Hoosier, just because they're plentiful and stuff like that. You but, allow quick changes then? And- yeah, we do allow a quick change under it. Um, just since we go to so many different tracks and stuff like that. so Midwest Classic Stock Car Association on Facebook at MCSA00. Find them, follow them, make sure you get out to the races. Their first race, Columbus, Nebraska. They've got a full schedule, which they mix in. What did you see the WIVR was again? It's Western Iowa Vintage Racing. Thank you. Uh, four shows mixed in with those guys throughout Iowa. They're going to be at Shelby County Speedway, I-80 Speedway, US 30, so many racetracks. Follow them up today. Like them up. Make sure you get out and watch a race, and they're putting on a hell of a show. Eric, always do appreciate your time, man. Thank hey, you. Hey, do you guys have any sponsors for the series you want to make sure and take care of? Yeah, we've got uh, Geo Rapid Lube out of Columbus. has been our trophy sponsor the last couple of years, So, and he's also a member of the group. He races our, our pretty much right now, it's kind of our only true Ford in the group. He's Ford-powered, and, and uh, it's a ford falcon body so yeah always runs good good deal anybody else um that's kind of it you know we uh we're not out there trying to make money out of this we're yeah. just trying to float along and and go and uh not lose as much money right exactly so <laughs> thanks to COVID, i think we kind of lost a little money last year but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll survive so is this your daughter this is my daughter michaela yeah does she get to race at all no not yet 
Um, oh, look at that. Okay, I just I was, got the look at death. I, I think she's ready to. I was going to say, know? is she going to drive that car that uh, you guys were bringing back? I know I, I saw about six days ago. If you, if you check out your Facebook page, I know you saw... You said it's back for this oh, car. Yeah, I, believe, yes. I believe you debuted that car at the Swamp Meet uh, up in Columbus yeah, in January. Yeah, so that's one of our original cars, and that was the car that I originally helped the guy get back on the track for the Cornhusker Vintage Nationals years ago. It's a 72 Monte Carlo of Frank Peltz. Um, then uh, that car, the last time that car raced was like seven years ago, except we had to kind of have a revolving driver door because uh, Frank was fighting prostate cancer that year. Oh, man. Um, at the end of that season, I told Frank, I said, you know what? This car is just kind of a mess. I've got another roll cage. I've got some parts. Let's tear this thing down and make it pretty again. And uh, it took, uh, unfortunately, about six years to do it, but we did get it back out right at the end of the year last year for the Vintage Nationals. And Let's say, hey, you might have a, a new driver for that car, too. Well, you know, and we built that car with a lot of adjustability in it. The seat can move. The pedals can yeah. move. That's part of what took so long. So well, I think yeah. her mom might kill me because I sent her a picture. We went out to Columbus <laughs> on a Thursday night one night just to do a little test and tune during intermission. And I sent her mom a picture of her strapped into the seat, and she was like, Oh, what are you doing? Yeah, I, just, I did not get a good response. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy tonight, because you won't like tomorrow. Yeah, but uh, no, I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. These aren't cars we normally like to throw somebody in that are yeah. never driven anything. But well, yeah. we'll get her a sprint car or a late model or something. and just. Well, we kind of had a compact <laughs> bought for her, and then everybody around us dropped them. So. Oh. But That's too bad. We're going to put Dan in a compact before the year's oh, over. Oh, God. I'm see so how worried. fast it before it ends See up how fast roof, I can you know? slam it into the wall? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah I'm excited. <laughs> All right, once again, Eric, uh, thanks a lot for your time. 2021 at Midwest Classic Stock Car Association. Find them on Facebook, Midwest Classic Stock Car Association. Best of luck for the season, and have a great time. Can't wait to see you at I-80. All right, thanks. Yeah, we're excited. We'll be back on the front stretch. If you love wings, if you love rings, and all kinds of other tempting things, Quaker Steak and Lube is the official watering hole of the front stretch and the home of MAV-TV featuring action from the Lucas Oil Late Model Series. Great times, great food, get to Quaker Steak and Lube. Located on Mid-America Drive in Council Bluffs. We all have that co-worker that runs their mouth off at how great they are. They shot a five under par. 95 mile an hour fastball. Bench press 375, brah. Wouldn't you love to shut them up by schooling them at Joe's Karting? Council Bluffs' premier indoor karting track. Professionally designed so each corner is your opportunity to embarrass your co-worker. Call Buddy for your next company outing at 712-256-5278. Joe's Karting. White knuckle racing just across the river on 20. 23rd Avenue next to AMC 17.